0: yes guys welcome back to the once you're in you're in podcast this is episode number 79 it is again another uh og episode it's just me and, and reese today um we've just been chatting for about five minutes before we started uh not not really about anything interesting i mean we could have put that in the podcast basically my clothing people that i get my fk clothing from have been pissing me about um so yeah that's been my morning sactum. we sacked them I've, no, I've not sat to mate. I've uh, I've been scammed by him. I've been I've, I've it's cost me an extra 50 quid to get some hoodies that I don't want. So yeah, that's my morning. Um Reece has been in the sweatshop are uh and now I'm going, going home so hungry that they, they, they haven't got any food. No, that's they're just... buzzing, mate. They've got an extra 50 quid. <laughs> and what what Reese has been trying to evade his tax? this morning yeah, trying to be a tax scammer 101 no i was um trying to trying to sort it out like i always get it sorted through pretty much my uh my mum's accounting shock your mum does uh, it for yeah. you no i have to go in and fucking highlight everything so my morning consisted of highlighting things and sending things over and i've got a call with my bank uh, what were you week. highlighting were you highlighting stuff were you highlighting expenses on the business yeah, pretty much and stuff like that. But then obviously you need receipts and all that jazz. So it was it's just but I've I don't got think a you do headache. though, you know, because everything we order is online. Mm, yeah, so you have it yeah you have like online receipts. Yeah. But it's easier like cuz I send everything as a document and I just email and and I send it in in the post and then literally my it's it's just a ball ache. So yeah, let's not get into it. Mate. I've got a headache already. So it's yeah. been it's been a fantastic it's a ball day. Ache, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a nightmare. But to be fair, like in in the best way, you just get it done every month, and then it comes around to the year, and you go, "Oh, sound yeah, I've done it every month." But no one does it. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, say that every time." (laughs) Deadlines in five days. Yeah, what's my rest day before? Okay, I I did mine. I did mine before Christmas. Mm. I've still not paid it. I've got a few days to pay it. Mate, not paid it. Fuck it up. You gotta pay really? it by the thirty first. It's the twenty sixth. So I've got a few more days to hold on yeah, to. I just see on, it already, I've already looked. It's only a hundred quid uh fine if it's like a week or if it was within three months late. So mate, hundred really? quid Yeah, it's a hundred quid and then after three months I think it'll double or something. Yeah. I just have, have like a That's taxes. not a scary like you know if it was like yeah, five grand, you'd be like, Oh I'll pay, it. but hundred quid I'm like, oh, sorry, it depends okay. on the individual done it. Some yeah. people are like that. Like I'm like that. We're too fair. We are too like slack with stuff. Like I get a parking ticket and I'm like, yeah. Like I park there knowing I'll get a ticket, and I'm yeah. I'm happy to like pay the risk, like pay or pay the price. Like my sister is lamentable. Like she gets a parking ticket, she's like she'll check if she was like went over by any time or if it was mm. legit. Like oh, she obviously wouldn't make sure she'd make sure that she's not at risk of paying it. Yeah. Whereas with us, we we're like oh. That's we, his... park at, we park at future <laughs> so when we and finn train at future the car oh, park yeah. is often like pretty stacked and the amount of times we'll go like and we will we'll park at this like parking place where you could pay if you had pay yeah, like that. yeah we don't have cash and it, yeah the contactless wasn't working we didn't just not pay we tried to pay. no, but the following time we were both like should we risk it i still yeah. tried to pay that time but it didn't work Yeah, sometimes it's like the excitement of going to your car and going, yes, I haven't got a ticket. Like, that's what thrills me. You know, it's that excitement of, oh, I wonder if I've got a ticket. That's what I I do. Because obviously, you know, Mm. like around the church by me, you can park for two hours. So, like, Mm. obviously now I park where I usually park. But, like, I used to move it. So I'd, like, park there. And, like, some mornings I'd be like, so it'd get to 10 a.m. because it starts from 8. It gets to 10 a.m. and I'd be like, should I just do Mm. another check-in? I'd do another check-in. it would be like, quarter past 10, I'd be like another check <laughs> I'd go there. Like, sometimes it'd be like half 11 and I, I was fine i was like yes other times yeah. it'd be like five past ten and they've got me and i'm like what the fuck and then once they've got me i just leave it i'm, like, I'm not gonna move yeah. it now you've got me i might as well just leave you it know, no, no. when i was when i was at leeds i couldn't park by my accommodation um or you got like a ticket and like there were some nights i get there at like 9 30 10 o'clock and i'd be like right my lectures at 9 a.m no one's bit getting employed at like 8 a.m. To, to go out and walk like let's say patrol if I'm parking outside my accommodation. I'm leaving it. And I did it like three weeks on the trot when I when I came back up and then I got done on the fourth time and I was like, ah fuck. Fifth time, I was like, I'm gonna chance it. It worked three out of four times. <laughs> I used to just I literally I'd be like, it was I, I I don't know what it is. I just forgot. I think I've got a bit of a bad mindset. I like the like Good the game. Of the the game is a game. That's what I try and think. So anyway, um, have a bit of fun? Fair when enough. I when I first moved to uni. So do you remember where my old flat was? I never show you where it was? Yeah, we, we drove by once or twice. Okay. Sorry if he sounds like a robot, everybody. Um. So yeah, basically my old flat used to be like I probably remember. it'd take me like 20 minutes to walk into uni or if I drove, it would take me like a minute. So I used to drive to like as close to the uni as I could. And then, so you know where, you know, if you're driving, like when we come off the motorway and we go towards mine, oh, yeah. you know, that entrance, yeah. like on the right, there's like a little, yeah. there's a little, like, what would you call it? Maybe like a little cul-de-sac of, of houses opposite. And, mm. Like the first time I ever went to uni, I was like, "Oh, I'll just park here." Like, why doesn't everybody just park here? Like, and then yeah. I didn't see, I didn't see any any signs or anything. And then I got back to my car and I had a ticket. And like, as you drive into cul de sac, it's like no parking or whatever, or par- like permit holders only. So that was like my first day at uni. I was like a 19-year-old kid or whatever. And I was like, I walked up to the car. I was like, no. I was like, it's the first ever parking ticket I've got. I was gutted. I was like, oh, didn't know how much I had to pay. I think it was like 30 quid or whatever it always is. And I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Um, but yeah, it used to be a at ball, Lake parking at uni. That's why I used to have to lie about being like, oh, yeah, I'm part of the alumni or or I'm seeing someone because like, I'm, I'm coming in to see whatever lecturer because for some reason you had to pay for some pay to park at uni when you were paying nine grand a year to go there yeah. was like, I'm not paying extra to park here yeah I, I remember there was something yeah, and then like it's, it, was, it was weird is always a weird place to get into like the, the people on the gates would be like uh, they'd interview you they'd be like right why are you here What's this for? What what are you doing? When are you going to be leaving? I'm like, mate, I'm going to be out of here in like two hours or an hour tops. Like, you'll literally see me. I'll be out in five minutes. You used to get those slips. I used to, mate, I used to have, because you used to get a slip every single day. I used to train Mm. at Hollywell. So I'd have a slip every single day. So you train every day as well. No rest days, no days. off. Honestly, you know, like, whatever you call it, the little side pocket of your car. Yeah. yeah. I must have had hundreds in there. Like, uh, (laughs) when I cleaned it out, there must have been hundreds and hundreds in there. Like, going every single day for years. Like, and I think I must well I probably cleared them out every few months, so there wasn't mm. hundreds. But like in total, I must have had hundreds of those slips. Yeah, but yeah by the, towards the end, like I, I found ways that you could lie. Like I remember when I first had to go, and I'd be like, "I'm going to the gym." I, they'd go. Yeah. Are you a student? And I'd go, "Yeah." And then we go in oh, yeah. not park. <laughs> oh, I, I used to. Yeah, I used to say, "I'm not a student." And I remember saying I had tennis lessons because I did my I did my f like t- tennis level one and two while yeah. I was uh, first year. And I remember, like, I just go up to them and say, oh, "I've got a tennis lesson," or like, am doing my tennis like course," and they go, "Yeah, cool, sound." There'd yeah. be there'd be no questions other than that. So I used to start saying, oh, yeah, "I am doing my tennis." Like, it must be thinking, "This guy's level seven. He's here <laughs> <week."> doing tennis <laughs> every single day." Yeah. Well, you're turning up at nine PM, dropping someone off, and you go into a tennis lesson. Tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, t- yeah, I got a tennis. So session. my mate, um, you know who I said I'm going away with this weekend? Yeah. yeah. So his his now wife. Um, Mm. went to Loughborough Uni and he used to do that so he used to like if if they'd been at home for the weekend he'd then drop her off at her accommodation so he'd drive in and they'd be like what are you here for and he'd be like I don't know what he used to say you just have to make something up it's like surely they know what people are doing and they'll just say, yeah, just go yeah, in, like, yeah. whatever. They're not paid They're not paid enough to care. Like, I don't know why they don't just go, yeah, sir. Like, as long as it doesn't look dodgy, you go in with, like, 10 lads all masked up and they're, like, you know, like, <laughs> ready to, like, I don't know, it's just, like, spring an attack on someone. You go, ah, oh, mate, sorry, you can't. So can't when, I, uh, when I started working at Pure Gym, obviously you end up chatting to people at Pure Gym. Like, you end up kind of knowing everybody that goes into the gym. Um, so there was a guy that I used to chat to, like, now and again. And then one of the times when I drove to the uni, he was on the gate. He was the guy on the gate. and I was like, hey, mate. He was like, what are you doing here? And like, obviously I was a student and he knew I was a student. And I was like, eh. "Like, yeah. I I'd trained at Pure Gym like sometimes, but I still trained at Hollywell. And now and again, I'd need to go into uni. You know what I mean? Like if it was like you have to come and do yeah. a presentation. like I wouldn't go to lectures, but I'd have to go in like now and again to do whatever or see the yeah. uh, attendance team and tell them to fuck off. So like I'd sit, I'd be like, uh, eh, I'm just here to uh, see this person. Like when he was there, I was like, fuck, like yeah, it throws you off. But he was yeah, sound. Right. He was like, yeah, yeah, just go in. But uh, every time I used to like, you know, you get like almost get butterflies a little bit just in case something goes wrong every single time. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the same. Like you know, going through anything where you have to like speak, you're a bit like, even you if you're, to speaking, a if you're bit. allowed to go through, you're a bit like, oh shit. Yeah, like, yeah. You know God. what I? You know what I hate? Driving over. Ray, uh, train tracks, even when they're up. Like, and I won't drive. I won't go through it when they're down. But you know when they're up. Like, I, every time I drive through it, and I just cringe a little bit, thinking like, "Train's gonna kill me." I hope me. a train's not coming. <laughs> I <think> every time, <laughs> okay, honestly, okay. Every time I like slow down, which is the worst thing to do. I like slow down, and I'm like, "Can I hear anything now?" Nah, so. Yeah, you are very, you're a very like anxious but not anxious individual about small things like that. Like I feel like that's how you are. Like you're not anxious about like you've got small little anxi- yeah, anxiety. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever anxious. I think no. I don't know. I think I'm I'm cautious. I'm a cautious individual. I'm not anxious. Like it wouldn't be like oh my no. god the train tracks. Like I'm not anxious in the slightest. Yeah. I honestly no, think no. if I'm going over, I'm like oh, I hope there's not a train, because I'll die. Like, yeah. I'm not like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to stop and listen and get out and then <laughs> check and yeah. get back in. I'm surprised, mate. I'm surprised you're okay on planes. Like, and you you are not that bad, or do you? Is were you holding it in? No, no, nah, nah, like... I'm sound, mate. I'm sound on planes. I don't like it. Like, I don't. I'm not like, oh, this is mint when it takes off. But I'm like, yeah, yeah sound. I'm not like. It's almost like I think you think I'm really scared of everything. Like, I'm really not. I don't like heights, and that's it. I, I'd still, I could do it. And death. Where where have you heard that I don't like the dark? Mate, I've asked you before, you like, and you're like, I don't really like the dark. Not really my sort I've of thing. never said I don't like the dark. I mean, I work in the shadows all the time. I love the dark. <laughs> oh, God. That's a good one. I'll give you that. No, I don't but... I don't I'm not scared of the dark. I'm fine with the dark. I don't really like heights. And I don't like dying. Does anybody love the thought of dying? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I love death. Yeah, I just love the thought of dying. I don't really, I don't like thinking about dying. Yeah. And I don't like heights. But I'm not that bothered about heights. Like, if, if I was forced to jump out of a plane, I'd, I think I'd be all right. If I was forced yeah. to go up the Eiffel Tower, like, I'd, I'd be like, I really don't want to do it. But I'd do it, and I'd be like, this is fucking grim. Like, I feel like, yeah. oh, I feel sick, and my legs feel horrible. But I've been to, like, loads of stuff and gone up, like, buildings when me and Shannon have been, like, in different cities and stuff. But yeah. I just don't love it. I'm up, I'm not up there like, oh, what of you? I'm up there like, oh, fucking hell, this is high. Like, that's yeah. what my head's thinking. yeah. But yeah, I'm otherwise, mate, I'm fucking hard as nails. hard as nails. Mate. I don't know how we got onto the topic of talking about Loughborough and so on and so forth. I don't know. This is why, I think this is why it's a good podcast. Mate. I ever tell you. I won't be able to mention it on the podcast. I ever tell you what happened in one of the tennis lessons. We can't mention it on the podcast. We're on the podcast now. so No, nah, genuinely, it's so bad. I won't be able to say it. But I want to. <laughs> I really want to. Should I say it? Okay, I'll say it. Wait, no, I don't so... know. I can always oh. cut it out. Okay, so. Wait, wait. Oh, I, I didn't even check what time we started it this is a very random uh, story but uh, it's quite a funny story oh this is so bad i I, don't think i've only ever told like three people this i was doing my um tennis coach like level one or two and like on the second or third day and by the way if you're gonna do it don't it's wank it's fucking awful you literally have to like sit like in a lesson ticking boxes in a book go working through this book the people that were doing it were so serious like yeah when you guys are tennis coach i'm like. I'm not going to be a tennis coach. I'm just doing this because it was free yeah, and it got me out of box, uni. Like, yeah, yeah, it got me out of uni for a day, and it gives me something that if I want to go down a coaching standpoint, and say, oh, I've done tennis quals. I fucking hate tennis. I think it's shit. I really don't like it. I like so it. anyway, yeah, no, I don't. To be fair. I don't mind playing it, but after this, I haven't played tennis since because it just gave me a bad. <laughs> it really impression. put you off. And anyway, I had to do the, this tennis lesson with these kids, and he brought these kids in, and oh, it involved <laughs> it's already me. not a good start. Yeah, no, no and i was i was about 18 and as a lad sometimes you get random like erections i'm not even making this up mate i'm being deadly serious this is how bad it is this is why i I should say it's on the podcast and i was with like the ah fucking hell i'm with these like seven eight year olds okay yeah and i'm in like a small pair of shorts and we're stood at the front and we're like demonstrating how to play with the kids and like how to, oh, to play <laughs> tennis for the kids. And like I'm in these shorts and I it was really hot and like sweaty. And I'm like in this, like in this inside like tennis court. Have you ever been to the tennis arena? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It was really hot. And like randomly, because we're talking, like I start like just sometimes as a lad, you just get a random erection. It happens, it's natural. Like it wasn't like a full-blown, ready, primed and ready to go. But I could tell that like there was some action down there, bearing in mind the parents are in front of us while we're playing with these kids and I'm like playing tennis yeah playing tennis and I'm like with these kids. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get kicked out I'm gonna get arrested <laughs> if, the, if someone spots this so I go down on one knee and I like with my leg to the parents I cover my like my, my so you can't see anything so I've got one I'm on one knee and I've got my leg up so the kids so they, they, the kid could see but the kids are <laughs> not gonna really notice actually. and the parents couldn't see and I'm literally in my head, like, if this works, like I've gotta I've gotta hold this position. Like everyone else is like, if I get down on the kids level. And anyway, I did it for like two, three minutes. It passed. And I stood up and the person like the person we were with came up to me and goes, Reese, fantastic idea to get down on one knee and get to the kids' fantastic level. Kids level. Like, yeah, yeah. Give them and like they they honestly, I, like some of the parents noticed it was really good teaching. Did you go? And no, I, actually, I, like, I just had a massive bone of it. I was just like, Yeah, cheers, mate, thanks. Back of my mind should be arrested. <laughs> like, you got an erection next to these eight-year-olds. It was honestly really, the worst day of my life. And I t- I was literally dying. I told all the lads I was with but They were just like, what, the what is wrong with you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was like, I was like, I don't know what's happening, lads. So, so no so, police yeah. military, mate, or paedophile hunters. Related to the kids. Any paedophile hunters, you've got an easy one here. Do
1: you want to yeah. know where he lives? I'll tell
0: you where he lives if you message me. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? I was going to oh, apparently... Well, too I say. Apparently, I don't know who told me this. I feel like I feel like I was brought up knowing this. Told this either by my parents or something like. But they were like, if you ever get like a, a an erection, you don't want one. If it's an ever an awkward erection, think about wet grass and dead cats. Really? If anybody else has that, that knows that. But I feel like in situations like that, you can't not think of it because nah, you're like. Oh, I know what you mean, but. but like think about right. So think this is what I used to think, like So like if you get one at school and it was like you didn't want one, so, like I say, especially when you're like going through puberty and stuff like, it does happen. Yeah. Wet grass, like imagine you know like when you used to play football and the grass mm-hmm. had just been cut and it was all sticking, it went all over your body yeah. and like it'd be all up your legs and like, ugh, like just not nice. Or dead cats, cats that have been like run over, just a dead cat. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you can, you're not going to still get a, an erection when you're thinking about dead cats or wet grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody, yeah, nobody's like, cats. oh yeah, dead cats. Or, oh yeah, wet grass. Some people probably were dead cats. Yeah, yeah. I got oh, sorry, bro. I got a grass fetish. Oh, I, yeah, I think something else then. Yeah, but yeah. That was probably a, that was actually a funny story regarding tennis. So that's there's a lot there's a lot to link. It wasn't to it really regarding it, tennis though, was it? it Could have been any sport. Yeah, it was, but it was doing my tennis badge. And like I said, I got my badge. <laughs> wasn't worth it thanks for that's opening it. up mate being vulnerable i'm surprised mate. i'm stunned i haven't told you that i've only ever told like a few people my mum knows about it that's for sure because i came back and i was came like mum like, i don't know if i'm all right am i, am I a paedophile i'm I, I don't know if i am <laughs> i was like mum on the way to get myself on the register she was like what are you doing Reese? i was like i've got an erection you're gonna, have to, eight, little bit. You're gonna have to yeah oh, okay i really hope mate if somebody knows the screen like record part of that i'm getting cancelled that's it reese Fit over Right, I don't well, know how we haven't been cancelled from this podcast already. I think was saying like, I was saying this literally earlier, mate. I, I was chatting to when I was in the office. I was chatting to to Lucy and um, and Jill, so the two people that work for my mum. And uh, they, I said I was like, oh, I've got, got to be off by one. Like I'm doing the podcast, and they were like, oh, is it a live podcast? I'm like, no, it's a good thing it's not live. And then I said, mm-hmm. well, not actually, because we've we never cut, any, we've never, oh, ever we've ever never cut any, we never ever cut anything out. We didn't cut out one thing two things actually in two our things. Entire, yeah two things in like 79 episodes but I was like I'm surprised I, I, we haven't caused a bit of a ruckus with some of the stuff we say but, but the thing that's... is we say it like everything we say we're never we're saying it light-heartedly and as a joke everybody I think the people that listen to this podcast know that when we say things we're saying it in a joking way we're not saying anything and going yeah th- that's what we actually believe like, hmm. you know, I mean, we're we joking about it, but even then, people still get overly sensitive. Luckily, the people who follow us and like our content, like, at least I think majority of them know what we're like and have a similar kind of sense of humor. So, if we were to be with them in person and crack a joke about something that we joke about on the podcast, they'd be, they wouldn't be like really offended. They would joke no, about it as well. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, Reese, I get it fully. I get erections. It's completely right. normal, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I don't worry about it, bro. Honestly, I've had far worse than that. <laughs> you know. All right. Right. So, we, uh, so, we haven't actually done, we, yeah, it's been a few days since we did the last one on Sunday. Anything to report upon, mate? Anything to to say that's happened so far this week? I mean, we're back training together. Yeah, it's nice, mate. Yeah, nice. has been, been a good three days. I'm uh, five days into prep. So, yeah, nothing to really report. I had a few people message me and like a few people come up to me in the gym saying, I'm oh, starting prep now, Reese. How is it? And I'm like, sound doesn't feel any different like you're in that sort of sweet spot where food's good food food's high not too high expenditure's good I feel I feel pretty good body weight's been pretty inconsistent this week uh which would be coming back from holiday and getting training back so like three days of higher food to, to today it'll probably drop or tomorrow it'll probably drop from today and uh and yeah everything's all good but the first five days have gone like pretty sound to be fair like, there's, not, there's not really been anything to report that's negative as it is it should be like I think a lot of people overstate like when you set yourself up, it's not like I was coming into a prep where I couldn't stick to a fucking meal plan or couldn't stick to doing cardio. So the only difference is I'm probably putting a bit more effort in my cardio to make sure my heart rate's up. And, uh, and other than that, my steps are actually lower because I was away in Canada doing more steps. So my steps have been lower, but they've still been at my set goal. So yeah, everything is all good. And it's nice to be back in the gym with uh, with Finn because it's been quite a long while. I feel like it's been ages since we've actually properly trained together. because Obviously, we had... Well, I was away for Christmas we before Christmas, wasn't it? It's been like a month, maybe a bit yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. Or session like here or there, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, anything to to update us upon from your MA? Um I don't think so. I'm looking on my Instagram now if there's anything that I've that I've posted that I need back to bro, Yeah, back my back's too. my back is a madness. Um actually. Yeah, my back's a madness, as I've been told. Um yeah, otherwise oh Matt. Butcher's wet dream came. Did I say that in there? I didn't say it. No, no, I don't think you, you don't think you did. You might, I'm not sure. I don't think I did. No. So yeah. Butcher's wet dream came to visit. Um. Obviously we, tra- we trained Monday with miles and then we had Tuesday at the hashtag Mecca. Uh, Monday was at ultimate fitness. Cause I picked Matt from Matt up from the, um the airport. And then Wednesday we trained at the, the hashtag Mecca of, of Colville, which is premier. Um, my my beloved Premier, which I'm trying to convince Reese to train out every session out of, but he doesn't like he doesn't like it because it's too far away from him. <laughs> Mate, it, took, it took me 50 minutes to get home last night from uh, from Eva. 50. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, that's it. It's just another another reason to not train there. I, I think it took me two hours once from Premier. Oh, on. I was, no, it's swear. when the motorway was that bad, like really bad that one time. To be fair, one thing that I was thinking is like. If I'm stuck in traffic, there's always work to do. So I'm not actually that. I'm never that bothered. It's not like I need to get home for whatever. Oh, no, no, no. Traffic is nothing you can do. Like 50 minutes is like, cool. I can just get back to more water. It's never a problem. It's never a problem. So, yeah, that was good. Um, Otherwise, feeling pretty good. Body weight's moving up nicely. Food's high. Feeling good in the gym. eh? looking worse, that's for sure. Looking worse. Looking worse, yeah. I should be looking worse, mate. What do you think? I've put on six pounds of muscle in two months, three months, mate. As a natural, you put on what at this point? How many years into training are you? I mean, you even look like one pound of muscle per year. Nah, to no, for the like I think that? it's point five. I think it's point five pounds per year. So what? This next, so the next year or the year that's just gone, point five pounds. No, this year, mate. Yeah, oh, every just... every year as a natural. Oh, what from now on? Have you hit yeah. the cap? No, I, I'm not in my cap yet. When you hit your cap, mate, you're at your natural potential. You're not going to grow at all. Okay, so you know but then, but apparently you can't hit your potential if you're natural. Like you no, can only no. no, natural. That's why I said natural potential. Oh, natural potential. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I heard you can only hit your potential if you're on gear. I yeah, don't know. I've heard that a lot. Yeah, so I've heard it a lot just from one individual. <laughs> Gets told one, it. I've <laughs> told it every time. You told I it every you. Time. Finn, you go jump on gear. Finn, you're Finn, you reach gear. your potential. Uh, no, obviously not. <laughs> no, no, like me. Like me. I've, I've reached my potential. I look really good. Fucking hell. Right. Good thing you guys don't know who we are on about. Um, to be fair, yeah, good, very good thing. Uh, away from that, do you want to get into the questions, mate? Or is there anything else? I like, think we've pretty much answered everything. Because like I said, we spoke a few days back, didn't we? Yeah, we've not. We, when do we film? Sunday. Yeah. So it's not really been that many days. Right. Cool. Um, Most weird slash memorable gym characters you've noticed over the years? Gym characters, are we are they, is that like stereotypes or is that like our oh, mate? Do you remember that dude who did this? First dude that springs to mind is the, the guy on the V squat at Rotherham. I love that guy, yeah. No, yeah, it is, it is, it is like specific people, I think, that we need to think about. Yeah, I don't know though, we don't have much experience with that guy. He's I've never seen him again. No, that was the only time I think he must have sacked off training. I think he that. must have died, yeah. <laughs> must have died on the V squat <laughs> when we left, yeah. Um. It's leg press. Huh? It's leg press. It's leg like press. Like like uh, yeah, it's leg press. the uh, Do you remember the bald guy? At, uh, I, I always just remember him, the bald guy at Progress Works that spoke to us on the leg press when I was like, I just wanted him to fuck off. I, I was deep yeah. into prep and he was just asking like stupid questions and he was asking me questions through you. Yeah. Because you could tell that I was tired and didn't really want to talk. You had your headphones in. You were like four, probably five weeks out and maybe even less than that. And he was like asking me, like, "Oh, so when's he when's he competing?" And I like, <laughs> and I was stood right there, and I was just like, yeah. "If you if you that bothered, just ask me, and I'll tell you." Yeah. But like it was, yeah, it was well annoying. Yeah, and he was asking me stuff, and I was just like, "Mate, just fuck off." <laughs> uh, what, what about that dude on the on the uh, progress Works? like mate, you traded, Were you training adductors and what was it? Adductors and hams or whatever? Like just before I'm about to go in on the set. Who was that? Um, that dude who was a PT, but he wasn't really a PT. He used to train with that girl. There's a guy, I don't know his name. We don't, oh, we don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, I asked him for a spot because Finn was pushing me down. So I was like, can you just give me a spot, please, mate? I just stand there. And like just before I'm about to go in on the set, I'm like, right, come on then, here we go. Like, get myself switched on. And he goes, "Like, he, he, I put my feet on. He goes, mate, you're just doing, you're doing hamstrings and adductors. And I just look at him like, what? I don't I think that's just going to the set. To be fair, mate, your stance is very high and wide. So definitely no quad. Zero, no quad. no quality, no, no knee flexion, no, no, mate. Anyway, it's leg press, so yeah, it's leg press, so yeah, yeah that's that's what it was. <laughs> Anything else, mate, over the years? I mean, oh, mate, the dude that offered me for a fight in um, in progress and then yeah. apologised. now he's my... like the nicest guy ever. Whenever we see him. Yeah, so I th- I've said this on the podcast before, but it's it was quite funny. Uh, progress works. The the like the week that the gyms were that being... the like four out of these. I think we've named yeah four of, three of them works. Are progress works. <laughs> yeah, really weird. So progress works, guys. Um, I was filming a set. It was an upper back row, and um, I mean, this was the week the gyms were being shut down for the second no the lockdown in between the first and then the the third main one. You know the one that was like for a month or whatever. And he literally like picked my phone up and threw it like across the floor. And I was like, right, sound. So like, I finished my set and I went up to him and I just said to him like, mate, don't throw my phone. Like if it's in your way, just ask and I'll move it. And then he was like, he literally just lost his head. And he was like, I'll fucking fight you now. And I was like, wow, I'm not going to fight over a gym. Like, And he said, something, I'm not going to fight in the gym. And like, I was I was just cocky. I was, I, was, I, was, I was young, but I was cocky back to him. But I wasn't like going to fight him. I said, I'm not going to fight you. And then he was like, you should just be focused upon your training. And I think I said, well, mate, you need to focus on your training because you look horrendous. Like, he was out of shape. Like, you middle-aged, fat dude. So uh, I shouldn't say fat. Middle-aged, overweight dude. I had too Can't much say uh... overweight. Can't say anything. Not allowed to yeah. say that. Oh, fuck. Yeah, or well, too much adipose. He was carrying too much adipose tissue. Mm, I don't know, that's a bit sensitive. Well, to Sorry to all <laughs> adipose tissue lovers out there. Sorry about that. So, yeah, so I basically said to him to like, do one. And then we saw him after the lockdown, like... Four he apologised, didn't he, to be fair? To yeah, him. he apologised. He said he was like, I'm out of line. I was in a bad mood, I had a bad day. <laughs> And then every single time he sees us, he's like, "How oh, you doing, mate?" You're I right. think he oh. is a sound guy though, because like yeah. most people wouldn't admit when they're wrong. So like, fair play no. to him for being like, "Yeah, my bad." Like, I think that was nice that he did that, because most people would be like, even if they knew they're in the wrong, they'd, their ego would stop them from saying, "Sorry, mate, I was being a bit of a twat." Yeah, because he was a massive twat. But <laughs> fair enough, if he yeah. Other than that, we had you, know you had a run in with Hader. Yeah, running with Hader. That's that was that was a fantastic experience. You haven't had any run-ins in a while, to be fair, have you? Nah, I'm too big now, I'm Too intimidating. I'm not yeah. a young cocky kid anymore who just. You need. You need to be the one starting on people now. Yeah, now, now I'm bigger than people. <laughs> now I'm the one who needs to be fighting people. So, clearly, if I want to get no, in more work. fights, I need to get in fights. Yeah, sure. um, yeah. The Hater one was quite funny. To be fair, that was that was that was good. So. Yeah, and i do i do find it mental like still again i've probably said this on the podcast before i i managed to we were doing the same dumbbells he took my dumbbells i did i'm pretty sure even dumbbells. hader said sorry at the end though yeah he said sorry yeah but it wasn't as apologetic like it was almost like through gritted teeth and I was and just, he like, was like a few weeks out was not he yeah no and I, I remember saying to him like mate i'm not going to be competing against you you look at you look at me i was like 19 and uh, i was like and then also i was like you're two or three weeks out and I'm like in an off season. Of course, I'd imagine I'm going to be stronger than you. You know, like, it's not like I'm like, oh yeah, I'm beating. I'm so much stronger yeah. than you. No. Like, it's not like it literally was a case where he took my dumbbells. Uh, I asked him, hey, mate, can you give me a shout when you're done with the dumbbells? Like, bear in mind, you took him. I didn't say it like that, but I was really polite. And then he just lost his head, which you're going to prep. Like, you're probably just not in the good headspace. I'm not going to hold it against him, but it was a funny situation. That's for sure. Um mate what about me uh last in prep yeah? yeah you think you're fucking funny you think you're fucking funny yeah uh, no you're fucking funny me and Finn got asked how many sets we've got on a hack, but we didn't get asked till about 10 minutes into they'd stood, in the they'd high been stood they'd been stood there for like ages have not they and me and Finn like in between our warm ups like, they kind of asked us to jump in like it was very odd and then we uh was that was he was i think he were training with I can only feel trend. he might have been training with I only Feel Trend, yeah yeah so Yeah, we we we, like me and Finn. Even if you ask to jump in with us, we'll let you jump in. We're sound, but like we're not going to rush our warm up sets. We're not going to rush our sets. We're not going to rush our like let's say what we do. So we we literally took our time, and then I went in on my top set. Bearing in mind, I was like six. No, I think I was like yeah, six weeks out. So it was like probably one of the last times hack squatting. And then I finished, and a dude just comes up to me and goes, You think you're fucking funny? Finn runs off because he doesn't like altercation. So I'm six weeks out thinking fucking I'm about to take on three lads. I just start laughing. I'm like, Mate, what are you on about? And he he was like, You were laughing. I was like, Yeah, because I'm getting myself ready for a set. Like I wasn't like laughing. I was just like getting myself amped up. And after the set. So yeah, very odd. Very, very odd. Uh, And now he's sound. So it's quite funny. Weird situations you get in. I think people realize, like, oh shit, maybe maybe I'm the bell end. And- I feel like I don't know. I feel like with that one though, like I feel like with a lot of things, a lot of altercations in the gym, like it's people almost being too afraid to just ask. Yeah. So like, if they had just said to us, like, how long are you going to be, lads? And we just said, oh, we're going to be X amount of time, we'd have said, but jump in. Like, please feel free to jump in. We we would never say to somebody, no, you can't jump in ever. Like, so if they had just asked us, they'd have been like, oh right, we've got to wait. We'd have probably said we'll be about twenty minutes because I think we were just warming up on the hack. Like we we're going to be. Away. I think we had one set each, so we were like, "We'll be about twenty minutes." Mm. But they didn't ask us, so we're not going to go. And, do you want this machine, guys? Like it's not our mm. place to try and like help you out if you're just stood, almost like lurking over the over us kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like stuff like that happens a lot, and it's just almost just like just ask. Worst case, someone says no, you can't jump in. Then you go, they're a bit of a twat, and you just crack on with the rest of your session. You, you wait or you do something else. Mm. Like, like yeah. we, if we, if I don't think we've. Well, we've we've asked people before, like you know, how long are you going to be, or can we jump in? And they might be like, "Well, you know, I'm going to be X amount of time." And they don't, you can tell when people doesn't don't want you to jump in. Yeah. Even then, we're like, okay, cool, like we're happy to wait, or we'll go and come back or whatever. Like usually, we just wait around because for most people, like you're not going to be that long. We had yeah, uh, we yeah, had Cuba mean. Cuba jumping on the leg press with us. We should we should have told Cuba no sorry, mate? You can't jump in. Mm. You know, it's your gym, is it? Oh, yeah. Don't, yeah no, I don't like care. It's, it's, well, we're on leg press. Sorry, mate. We're on leg press. Yeah, it's leg like press. <laughs> we're leg like press. And they will go, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, no, that's to be fair. Like, yeah, it is funny. But I think it's, again, it's communication. And that's, if anything, not even in gym altercations, anything. Like, there's always going to be, like if you just communicate and actually have a chat, you'll most likely realize that everyone's in the gym for a good purpose. And it's like, you don't need to be balanced to each other. Like, we've been quite lucky, like, because that's all those those stories are literally over, like, Five years, you yeah. know, and like, and at Progress Works. Unfortunately, that uh, when we trained there, there was a lot of weapons. So, like, if you we, if we didn't train at Progress Works, mate, think in the last couple of years, we've never had anything at Evo. We haven't had really any issues at Premier at all. We haven't had any. Like all the gyms we train at now, like it was just because Progress Works had a lot of weapons, and Rotherham is a very big gym, so you're always going to run into a few people that have. I'm like, surprised you know, we didn't have more in Pure Gym. I think we were just. Yeah. Because we were young, and I, I think we trained. It was it was ne- well, it was busy enough, but it was never that busy when we trained. And no, uh, yeah, we'd be done by like we trained like midday, like one p.m. Yeah. So. by the time it probably got relatively busy, and then also like a pure gymnast, I don't think that many people are that serious. So Like if you're on a machine, everyone like people at pure gym are doing ten sets on a machine, you know. And then like some people are just like, oh, I'll just do something else where I think at like those small sort of bodybuilding gyms, you almost have those people who are like a bit of an ego. It's not a massive pond. So they think they're a bit of a big fish, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah, part of it. But I think that's it for gym stories. I mean, there's probably other people that we could think of on the top of my head, but I think that's everything. Isn't it? Okay. So next question. Will Razzo, what word is spelled incorrectly in every country? See, I feel like I know this one, so I'm going to let you ponder over it. No, um, man, I'm, I'm not even going to try and think. Like, it's going to take me too much time. And I'm just going to get annoyed at myself. Tell me uh, what is I would, it is. Have a think. I'll say it again. What word is spelled incorrectly in every country? Incorrectly. Incorrectly. I think that's the answer. Might be wrong, but. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah, it's incorrectly. When you said it again, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he also asked, are you in Cuba tight? I think he meant yeah, me. You and Cuba are really tight. Yeah, me and Cuba are our best mates. He didn't know who I was till he jumped in with us, and now he knows that I trade so fucking hard. dropped me a follow on Instagram. Yeah. gave him gave me like three fist bumps. He was like, "Reese, fantastic, amazing, excellent set." So yeah, me and Cuba are, are homies. And then Meg was asking me about when I'm moving up. So clearly she's a she's a big fan as well. Moving so up, moving yeah. up to Rotherham, yeah. Yeah, move, yeah, moving up to train like Rich, you need to be training there every day. You need to be training with us. I got the invite actually to to be the, the Mark two point You know, yeah. just like you know Cuba. Cuba and Mark have stuck together now for a long time. But Cuba would just spawn these random training partners like that he'd be with for like six weeks. Yeah. I think apparently I might have a role coming up to be Cuba's training partner. Yeah, yeah, Barnsley. Yeah, where Barnsley? I think Cuba and AJ live there. No, so... no, no, it's not Cuba and AJ. It's Cuba and AJ. Oh, that's a Jim character right there. Actually, that's a Jim character that everybody knows. Yeah, I so... no, mean, we can say that it's Thorburn. Like, yeah. we we love Thorburn. Like, he's yeah. he's a lovable. This podcast endorses Jack Thorburn and everything that Thorburn gets up to. Yeah. We're we're big big supporters of Thorburn. He's the epitome of everybody yeah, rose. We need to get. We actually need to get Thorburn on. Yeah, Thorburn, but yeah, the problem is I feel like Thorburn's podcasts are very like he says the same sort of stuff. Every podcast I've heard him say the same sort of stuff. So I want to delve into a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, but that we've said that about AJ. We we wouldn't get AJ on and just ask him yeah. the same thing as we would chat about other things. Like you know, we've spoke about this before. So yeah, we will get other people on at some point, definitely. Yeah. Um we had a guy come up to us in the gym, didn't we, yesterday? Because he, yeah. he came from uh he, he actually commented on my post there. I'm gonna say his name so that he, he knows. That we're we're talking about him. Um, basically, a guy came up to me in the gym yesterday and said that he found us. He found the podcast through Josh Crogan, and we were oh, like, "Oh, for last year, yeah, yeah, Josh, well? Josh Kroos, for a yeah." Masters competitor, mate. Like, they're early. They're opening up Masters early because he looked pretty young. This is what natural bodybuilding's about. Yes, his name is Aidan Turner. So, thank you, mate, for coming and saying hello. Yeah. Oh, I think he was coached by AJ. Fair enough that oh, sound so he was yeah we were at that show weren't we we just said we didn't we didn't end up staying to what watch did he do what did he get uh second i think second and third that's oh, sick. What well a man heart of, england, heart of england third place yeah he didn't tell us that heart yeah. of england third place northern county second place fair enough Go he'd, uh, he'd have come first if he'd have come to you for posing and not josh yeah yeah exactly I yeah, should have posing coaching coming soon um right would you do a spontaneous this is to me really Finn uh would you do a spontaneous classic or open show this year if you were happy with your legs no I wouldn't um I think my legs will be better, we actually spoke about this the other day, Uh, not competing in open or classic, but yeah, I I wouldn't be able to do classic uh, based off the weight caps, unfortunately, like I'd have to get fucking, I'd have to like just be so skinny, it would result in a pretty poor look, and I think my quads will be better this year, um, but my quads when I'm like, my quads remain relatively lean all year round, my legs do, they, they don't get that soft, and i have an okay amount of muscle but my insertions on my quads aren't like my vastus lateralis really isn't very good my hamstrings are good from the side from the rear then they're okay but it's more so how it looks in proportion to my upper if i was to do classic i'd have to probably drop about four to five kilos of stage weight for what i'd probably be this year so that's going to be muscle off my top line and stuff like that which isn't going to be good i'd also have to bring up my quads which wouldn't be good enough and it, it and again it would just result in a look where it would be like right why do you have so much muscle in your upper body and why are your quads not in proportion relative to your upper body if i train in a t-shirt and or a baggy jumper and um, i have shorts that show my legs you look at me and go oh shit your legs are good if i take my top off you'll go okay they're probably not that good so would i do a spontaneous classic show i would be able to until i'm a pro and then would i do a spontaneous open show well, no because I'm definitely not big enough but that's not to say and also I, I'd want to demonstrate a show like a package that I'd be proud of that I've worked for and I've worked over the last like 18 months two or two to three years for men's physique so yeah I wouldn't just be turning up and saying oh yeah let me just do a shit PCA show and fucking see how I do it like in bodybuilding or classic or whatever it's just not going to be ideal so yeah one day if I win my pro card and I get an extra like eight kilos worth of my weight cap 100% I'd be I'd be wanting to if the ceiling is higher in Classic, I'd go into Classic and I'd, I'd try and grow my quads to, to be matching my right upper. Nice. What do you think, Finn, as my as my my co-coach, my, my second pair of eyes? I think... I think it depends on, obviously, what they end up wanting. Like, Even JT said you're too big, mate. <laughs> yeah, fucked it. Too big for physique. No, I think... You, you are more suited to men's physique but that's just because we're used to seeing you pose as men's physique and hmm. like you say you've been dedicated to men's physique in terms of where you're trying to bring up and things like hashtag that dedicated, mate. hashtag <laughs> very dedicated to men's physique um yeah i think i think it's inevitable that you'll probably go down the classic route anyway i think it's gonna soon enough it's gonna be the most popular i think it already is the most popular class anyway to be honest I think soon enough it'll probably have the most financial backing as well Um so yeah I think it makes sense not even just from that like obviously that helps it's like okay this is a really popular class I feel like men's physique like it might just be my perception of it but I feel like men's physique is just getting worse like people aren't interested in it I think when Jeremy Buendia was like the top dog I think when Ryan Terry was doing well more people in the UK were interested I might be completely wrong because I don't really follow it that that well but From my perception, it seems as though it's maybe not going downhill, but it's not keeping up nowhere near keeping up with Classic. When I woke up on the morning of the Olympia, I didn't check men's physique results or whatever. Like, you know, I watched the men's uh, physique kind of show last in the sense, like, way more attention. Oh, like, about the open and the classic? When I went to, yeah, when I went to the Evo party, um, it was uh, classic was on, and everyone was showing sebum picks. Everyone was showing this. I can't remember if men's physique were already on, but I didn't see someone go, yo, bro, you seen Aaron Banks? He looks fucking amazing. Like, nobody does that. So, yeah. I like I like men's physique at uh, a pro level. I think at the top top level, I'm not a massive fan of it. If I'm honest, I think like, I like it the, like the pro level and like the high amateurs, and uh, I like it as a because I do like top end men's physique. But I think yeah, long term, it'll like be the case said before like we like it as a look. I yeah. think for anybody, it's probably the most aesthetic look. That's the whole point of the class. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's the most exciting or enjoyable class. Yeah, so basically I'm gonna to go to classic and then get beat by Jack Eagles one day again. Fucking great. Can't wait for that. He is that. he's um, so much better than you. He's on so much better than me. He's made so much more progress than me as well. Um, this is actually I'm gonna do two and one, mate, because uh Kess, Kess, Kess. Has asked he's asked two actually. So one to me, one to like both. I know it's yeah, kind of both to me, actually, in a sense, but similar to you what you you can answer as well. Do you reese fit? That's what he's put in brackets. Look at the MP criteria and how shows are being judged and adjust your training volume allocation accordingly. They seem to be docking guys with huge arms. Um, well, yeah, I, I think there's definitely some com- like there's definitely gonna be con- some consideration. You've got to make sure that you train for the class. That's how it is. But then also when it comes to training, like I'm not a bodybuilder to train directly for stage. I've always trained of what I enjoy and I think that's inevitable the reason why I probably will go to a class that allows me to be bigger based on the fact that I just like training but at the same time when it comes to prioritisation like you're going to want to train for your weaknesses and what things need to be better but then also men's physique is so subjective every single year there's, there's different criteria there's oh, they're going for this look they're going for that look usually the, the best person on day usually wins uh, especially at the, the higher end shows and it'd be the same for example for like Finn and, and, and Finn's goals so with how what, and what Finn's after like there might be a look that they reward so for example BMBF are going to be going from usually more fuller look ukdfb is more conditioned but Finn's going to be bringing like let's say you're going to be one Wanting to bring your legs up, you want to be wanting to bring the best package you can to, to stage, you know. And it's not where like your only training is based directly off right, what are the judge, what is Lee gonna be wanting on the 17th of September stepping on stage again? I don't think that I I don't think anyone should think like that. I think people do, no. like especially maybe at the top level, and it's understandable yes. when it's you know, when there's stupid prize money, it's not, it's not that stupid compared to other sports, but when there's like a lot of money involved and things like that, like I get it, but I think for the majority of people, especially at the lower level, even sort of low level pro ranks, like you just need more muscle everywhere, like yeah. for, for pretty much everybody. Like even the, like the people right at the top, you could argue, right, there's maybe a few guys who you'd think, right, they probably don't need more muscle, whether that for whatever class. And it's just then sort of fine tuning things based on probably what they need to improve upon or what the the class's criteria is sort sort of starting to, Almost like lean towards a certain type of look, but again, like at the end of the day, especially at the level that we're both at, and obviously yours is at a higher level still. But you got to think like realistically, you you shouldn't be tailoring your training based on what you think the the judges want. If you should be tailoring it based on what you know that you, your physique needs, we always say this like you shouldn't be asking for. In my opinion, like judges feedback is a waste of time. Like we're not deluded. Like, if, if you are fair enough, but then find somebody like a coach who isn't deluded. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. deluded. I don't need to have this year, I don't need judges' feedback. And that's not me being arrogant in any way. That's me going, I can guarantee that the judges' feedback will be your legs need to be better. Yeah. You probably, your back needs to be better. And if they said to me, your arms need to be better, I'd go, well, they don't compared to my other areas. Like, you know, I mean? I'd be like, I know, I know my physique more than anyone else. You know what I mean? I, I can, I'm, 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 and I don't think I'm good at it. I think anybody can do it. But I, I feel like I am able to look at myself you know, without that bias that most people have about themselves going, oh, no, my X is good. My Y body part is good. My quads are really good. Be realistic. Like I know for a fact that my chest is pretty good. My arms are pretty good. Everywhere else is okay, and it needs bringing up. Yeah. So if the judges said to me, oh, you just need better calves, and then you'll be better, I'd be like, no, I don't. I need better everywhere. Sure. You know what I mean, if they said to me you need more condition, I'd, I'd probably know that anyway. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, uh, no, I think the condition like, part is like very. I couldn't imagine ever going and saying my condition. What? I can. You'd know. Yeah. You can tell. And also, mate, like you can tell when you see the photos. Like you could tell when you get off stage because you could say, "Yo, he did your condition." You know. That's, I think as well, like. <laughs> again no disrespect and the thing is that the judges shouldn't have to do that like i know that they do that wmbf they like they'll send every individual their feedback which is great and i'm sure it's really helpful for a lot of people because a lot of people might not have a coach or that coach might not be seeing it as the judges do and that is like that's great that is is helpful probably for a lot of people but it's so easy to give feedback you know what i mean like we could we could sit at the front row of a show and get everybody to say, right, we're going to do the feedback today, come to us. And I can almost guarantee oh, it's going to be very similar to what the judges would say because it's it, it's it just shouting at you. You know what yeah. I mean? For most people, right, okay, your legs aren't good enough. Yeah, or right, your back's not good enough. Like you can just see like Matt, for example, Butchers' wet dream. His front shots are insane. His back shots were really weak when he competed. Miles was the opposite. Miles' back shots were really good. His front shots were weak. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, right now, where do we need to work on? Okay, we need to work on your front shots, right? Where specifically? Okay, well, your delts and your arms, your chest are letting you down, your quads, not as much. So we need to focus on these areas more. Like, if anything, the judges won't give you anywhere near that detailed level of feedback. They'll just go, you need more time. Yeah, Yeah. more time, bit more condition, bit more muscle across there. It's like, they won't even say that. Like, some, I think, like I said, I think WMBF, I do think, I'm not sure 100%, but I know Josh was saying that they like, Properly send everybody photos of the, that their photos and what they need to work on from different judges and stuff like that, which is great. But I think most will just give you generic, you need more time, you need more muscle, you need to be leaner. Well, yeah, like you could say that's that amazing. The PCA feedback's fucking hilarious. Like you demonstrated great stage presence. It's literally yeah. like I guarantee they've got a log of the things you need to improve, the things you don't need to improve. they just click a button and go drag, 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 you know. And like, there's there's ones that were like great. I think I saw one that was like the, the there's something like four females in the same class got the same feedback. It was like weaknesses, nothing. But they didn't win. They finished fourth. <laughs> like weaknesses. are. I've got no weaknesses. But I finished fourth in a fucking like in the in the normal standard lineup. How the hell that worked out? I should have won. Well, this is what I mean. People then, yeah. people then take that into account, and they they care so much about it. Like oh i just i need to i need to see the judges feedback or it'll be interesting when i get judges feedback i'd like to see the scorecards it's like no like what do you think base it off what you think what what is your coach telling you and if you don't trust your coach then get another coach yeah coaching applications yeah there you go but to be fair mate in in the description of the youtube i changed it not that long ago like It looks quite good now because I've got the timestamps, even though I forgot to do them for this episode. So I usually write them down. Um, But yeah, we've got our coaching, so my coaching, your coaching, our Instagram pages and stuff. Have a look, people listening now. You'll see it all Mm -hmm. in there. By the timestamps, because we're not done. Yeah, I can. I'm not. Yeah, I ain't got time to listen back to this. If anybody wants to do the timestamps for this episode, well, it's already too late. It'll be already be out. Yeah, the, yeah, the office there. No, if you want to drop it in the comments after you've watched pretty early, Matthew, yeah, you, you watch do. at like 8 am. Like, just scroll back, listen to it all, time stamp it, please, mate. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. Really? Um, right, mate, your question? Um, Andy Bewley, hope you're good, mate. Fantastic. Listen, Yeah, any stories. In that. No, 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 you Andy? okay, Andy? What's going yeah, Andy, on? Andy, man? Come on, sort it out, give us some time. Um, so, he's asked me ever had any issues with blood pressure whilst pushing food slash body weight quite high? And then he put Finn, because he knows that your blood pressure is stupidly high. Yeah, stupidly high. Um, so to be fair, and like I said this to Reese before, like, I think this push-up that I had when I was he- my heaviest was probably like, the he- not the healthiest I've ever been of course, but like, I was mate, I felt- was you, dirty? mate you were not healthy, you were morbidly fucking no. obese. <laughs> you were morbidly <laughs> obese. I felt very, very good for being at that body weight. Like, You'll hear people... We've had conversations with people before and like, oh, I was they're like six foot plus and they're like oh, and i was 220 pounds and i couldn't walk upstairs and so, like what like i was absolutely fine i felt like I, feel what, I said this i said this to you know meg the other day she was because obviously meg sylvester whatever meg, meg sylvester's ceiling or whatever surname is <laughs> a double bow surname to meg and she asked about going to open i was like i don't think i'd enjoy it like i got to 270 pounds when i was at like, my heaviest and it's really like it was a bit meh and she was like oh yeah when you're that hot it was it really hard i'm like no it wasn't that hard. Yeah. I just, I just didn't really enjoy being that heavy. Like yeah. it wasn't like I was like getting arm, oh, getting lower back pumped, so I can't like I was doing cardio. It's, an, was, easy, was, it's an easy, it's such yeah, such an easy thing to moan about. Like yeah. people just like to moan or make a reason it's why so like, oh it's so hard. Like no, like obviously I'm not gonna make out that I know because I don't. Like 230 pounds is not heavy, but for me and for how fat I was, it was heavy. But I was fine because I was doing cardio every morning. I still had mm. a step goal. I wasn't eating like horrendously. 1, I was eating two thousand. step goal. I had a step goal of one thousand. <laughs> I was eating good quality food every day. Like, it, and it took me like ninety weeks from stepping off stage to get to that body weight. You know, I didn't do that in three months. Look, mate, that's the thing though. Like, people think these push up phases, whether it's natural or enhanced, they just think, right, I'm going to gain like 50 or 60 pounds in like fucking four months. Mm. And it's just going to skew everything. And of course you're going to feel, because it's such a rapid influx of weight. You're going to feel horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, because I gained so slowly for so long, because I managed it well, kept on top of cardio, kept on top of posing, things like that. Um, And then that kind of, obviously, I know the question was about blood pressure. That kind of ties into that. Like that obviously helps with that. If you're eating, if you're in a good routine, if you're eating good quality food, if you're keeping on top of your cardio, if you're still active, if you're doing steps, like your blood pressure is going to be much better than if you're not doing all those things. Like my blood pressure has always been very, very slightly elevated anyway, which generally I think is just genetically like it's, it's never anything that I need to be concerned about. And it's not crazy high at all. It's always just been slightly elevated. So like I've said to you before and spoke about on the podcast, so like I generally use like low sodium salt, like just so that I'm not over consuming sodium. I still have a good amount of sodium in my diet, but I would generally, if I knew that my blood pressure was low, I wouldn't be thinking, right, okay, I should probably hear on the side of caution with a few things here. But ultimately, like, if worst case scenario, your blood pressure is pretty high, then implement those things. Are you doing cardio? If so, do a bit more cardio, yeah? Or work a bit harder when you're doing your cardio, yeah? Get yourself a little bit fitter, increase your step goal, eat more quality food, yeah? Don't be having three off-plan meals a week just because you're in a gaining phase. Yeah, that's what a lot of people do. Oh, I'm bulking, so... I just eat everything. Yeah, I'll just, I'll, I will just, I, I have off plan meal sort of every few days. It's like no wonder you feel that shit. Like you, you need yeah. to treat it like you would a prep, but with more food. Like, yeah. and that doesn't mean you have to be insanely regimented. But you might have one off plan meal a week, and you still manage it well. It's not Domino's plus sides plus cookies plus Do- plus uh, Ben and Jerry's because it's not plan meal. I need to no, go. No, 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 mate. Ben and Jerry's yeah. you go home and have a fucking cookie dealer, bro. That's yeah, you have You got to. Yeah. But like. It's Yeah, I think all of that is sort of, again, you might have, and I've had it with clients in the past, where like genetically their blood pressure is a little bit higher, um, in which case you can put all these other things in place and you can get it better. You can get them in a healthier spot. Worst case, if it's still high and if it's something that is concerning, then you can see your GP. There's loads of medication out there to help with blood pressure. There's loads of supplements out there to help with blood pressure. Um, But ultimately, you can usually sort it through lifestyle factors. And generally, if you're heavy, it's just a case of, right, you're probably not looking after yourself from a health perspective. You're just thinking, let's just get fucking heavy and get big. Yeah. So, Andy, what's your blood pressure, bro? How yeah. fucked are you? How, how close are you, mate? To, yeah, how fucked are you, mate? Come on, we want to know. Um, So, Argan said, mate, I didn't barrage Finn with story tags. Maybe story replies. So, that's what he said. Do you, you confirm, denial is Argon lying, mate, or? I mean, I can't believe Argon's got, got um, access to you now. No, he asked me on his Seer Argon account. I think yeah. I've blocked him on the other one. I don't really know. And then the <laughs> other said, mate, did you mention Future Fitness in your top UK gym? Surely it's not better than Premier. Sure, how does he know that? Like, is he? How would you? <laughs> If I'd never trained in a gym, uh, and they, Argan, this is not against you, mate. I've got, we've got nothing against you. We're The podcast likes you, Argan. We're the podcast likes you. Hosts. But <laughs> podcast like. When it comes to, when it comes to gyms, if I've never trained in a gym and I've only ever watched a gym on YouTube, and you don't really know. I wouldn't ever be like, oh yeah, I've watched a video of like, let's say, um, what's his name? The 212 guy. The guy who got that Dragon's Lair gym. Um, Flex Lewis. Max Lewis, oh, yeah, I've looked at his gym. That's the best gym in the world. Nah, I would I never comment on a what gym they, that I've not been to. Yeah. I'd never go, oh, that's the do. best gym, or oh, that looks the best gym. Like, yeah, no, yeah exactly. Everyone knows it's the fucking hashtag Mecca. Yeah, on, hashtag Mecca of Colville that is Premier. He's right. Premier is the best gym ever, mate. Best gym in the world, right. Uh, so, yeah, I saw cool. – I, um, well, I, I probably shouldn't say it. I'm going to no, say it anyway. Come on. Well, I said you, about having erections oh, with kids, yeah, yeah, it's nowhere near that bad. Um, Sonia said that she's not enjoying Prem, uh, future on her close friend's story. No, she's not. No, she had to say that, yeah. She said she's not enjoying yeah, it. But anymore, I didn't want to like slate, I didn't want to be like, oh, yeah, future. Sanaya said future's awful. She didn't know It's like, like, dead. She said, no, she said it's because uh, she's become part of the furniture there, she's trained there for a good period of time. Like, she says it's hard to like switch on when you know it's like the same sort of people, same faces, and stuff like that. And uh, I think that's quite normal if you train at the same sort of gym and like you're quite and you can be influenced by your surroundings. I think future like I think it's a good gym. I like the upstairs bit, the downstairs. If you're training upper body, I think it's a bit meh at times. But for lower, I quite like. We've upstairs. said like one of the main reasons that we have multiple gym memberships is literally for that reason that you just, yeah. it doesn't get stale doing like not necessarily doing the same session at the same gym because we're still doing the same session at the same gym, but we've got multiple gyms. Yeah. So, like across the week, we will train out of three gyms premier evo and then either rotherham or future Yeah, like so you're not you are seeing the same faces but not all the time like i think that's one of the reasons we got fed up with progress works is that every single session was there and it's the same people at the same times every single day like if it's a couple of times a week it's fine yeah like if it's a couple of times a week at one gym a couple of times a week at another i say the same to clients all the time like they'll be like oh i'm a bit fed up with the gym i think i'm gonna change it i'm like Maybe don't change it. Maybe just add another one in. Like, if you've got the funds yeah. to do so, just add another one in. Like, and then you can either chop and change, or we can choose. Right, these sessions are going to be better. Maybe one gym's better for legs, one gym's better for upper. Like, mm-hmm. so you can kind of plan around it like that because it can get a little bit stale. Even like, even if we trained at Bosham every day, we'd get a bit fed up of it seeing the same people at the same times. So like, you'd want to mix it up now and again anyway. Yeah, no, I do agree. Right, so Finn, question: How to judge whether you have the potential to win a bodybuilding competition? Look at previous winners, look at yourself, be realistic with yourself. Like, I thing is, as well, it's difficult until you've competed because I thought before I competed, I was a lot better than I think I am now. You know what I mean? Because you, you learn more about the standard. Like, even similar with you, like, you, you are good, but I think you thought going into it, like, you can be honest, but you probably thought you were going to go in and, like, you were going to win every show.
1: Which oh is, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like you, if, if if we'd have said to you before you competed, if we'd have said you'll win one, you'll come second in two, you'd have been like fuck that. now nah, I'm gonna win everyone. Like, yeah, yeah, which is good. It's a good mentality to have, but you would have also thought that it wouldn't have just been you being like confident. You would have thought, no, I'm not gonna get beaten. So that like, you yeah. do realize that the standards actually better than you thought it was. Like again, we've said this loads of times on the podcast. Just because you're the biggest, leanest, strongest person in your gym, there's a lot of gyms in the country you know there's a lot of people that it's the same with football like you know yeah you you might be the best kid you you know at your school you're the best footballer that's one school like there's a hell of a lot of schools like you know and you can see that in terms of the amount of people that actually make it as a footballer obviously bodybuilding is a much smaller pool of people that are interested in it but it's a similar kind of thing like but then there's also there's those absolute freaks who will go. Oh, I just don't know if I'm good enough. And it's like you are good enough. Like it, yeah, trust you're me, you're good enough. It. Like, so it's like yeah, there's there's often there's the the two sides of the coin. Yeah, right, mate. I'm gonna have to go for a wee, but I'm gonna ask you on, and you can go for it. What point would you decide to prioritize lagging? Uh, like prioritize a lagging muscle group. So your okay. legs, mate. Yeah, my legs. Yeah, my legs. Um, to be fair, I think like you could argue hi guys just me you could argue that anybody could literally just say um until you are top 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 tier pro everywhere is a lagging body part which is true really like i can sit here and say like right my again my chest my arms etc are better than other body parts and they are and i can therefore potentially be like right well i should program my training around that um which i do um but that being said like i'm not neglecting my chest i'm not neglecting my arms like you want to almost treat every single body part like a lagging body part until you're really, really good. Um, Because otherwise, you you end up neglecting a certain body part. Somewhere else maybe grows quite a lot and then the the body part that you were neglecting is now a little bit behind. Um, Again, it depends, so much of it does depend on genetic factors. Like for me, growing my delts or growing my chest, growing my arms, sorry, is a lot easier than growing my delts. Growing my legs is a lot more difficult than growing my arms and so on and so forth. That's going to be the same for everybody. Everybody's going to have areas that are easier and, and harder to grow but ultimately unless you're a top 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 level bodybuilder i would say treat every body part like a weak body part don't neglect any but the areas that are a lot weaker you can look to prioritize a little bit more so like if we were to look at my split for example so my split is push on a monday uh legs on a tuesday back on a Wednesday with a little bit of delts and a little bit of arms sprinkled into it just because my delt and arm volume is very low otherwise. Thursday's resty. rest day. Uh, Friday is quads, adductors, calves, but basically I just call it quads. And then Saturday is posterior. So how I've got that split up is I've got basically one push day because push is my strongest day, if you like, my chest, my arms, you could argue my delts, my front delts to an extent. They're not a strong body part but they're not as weak as others. So then I have across the other four days, I have more focus around my back, my hamstrings, my glutes, my quads, my calves, my adductors, because they are weaker than my chest and my arms. But that doesn't mean I'm neglecting my chest and my arms. I just mentioned everything, to be fair, mate. You were like, yeah, so I've got uh, like adductors, hamstrings. Chest and arms, that's it, mate. Chest and arms are okay. Everywhere else is poor. So my training kind of reflects that, but it doesn't neglect my chest and Mm -hmm. arms. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying every body part... Is a weak body part. You've got to treat everywhere like it's a lagging body part, but you can prioritize areas a little bit more. I think it's stupid not to. Like I don't if, if for example, again, I'll use like Miles and Matt, they're good examples because they've got strengths and weaknesses quite significantly. For me to say to Miles or Matt, like, right, yeah, we know that your for for Matt, your back shots are weaker or Miles, your front shots are weaker, but we're not going to do anything about it in terms of our training. you your, your yeah. training, your training's what's going to change you. Like I think people forget that. Like they forget that Actually, if I put a bit more focus on this body part, or if I prioritize this, it if I start my like split that. with this, if yeah. I start the session with this, you know, I'll have clients starting their sessions with arms, starting a leg session with arms. And they're like, why are we doing that? Because like, your arms are weak. Like, I guarantee you just tag arms on at the end of pull and the quality is shit. So let's do it at the start of legs. Let's do it at the start of push. Let's do it at the start of whatever. Like, so yeah, you can tweak your training around it, but I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm not going to train chest because it's a strong body part. Yeah, yeah, I would say good answer, but I only really heard the latter part of it, so yeah, good You'll answer. You'll have to go back and listen, mate. Yeah. Uh, Is it my question? It is, mate. So, Max Fowler has asked us, what's your favourite breed of dog? Hmm. I think a Labrador, pretty simple. I've I, thought, I, thought, I thought they were called Brands, I thought it was a Brand of Dog. Brand of Dog, yeah, my favourite brand... Yeah, I'd say a Labrador. I'd, yeah, a big. I, I like a Labrador. Pretty simple. What about you, mate? See, I don't really know enough about dogs to be honest. So, I've never had a dog. Um, I find that bizarre, mate. You never had a dog. No, mate. It's not. It's not really my fault. Like growing up, I, I was never in charge of, of purchasing dogs as a child. I usually so. don't. I usually don't I usually don't even, mind dogs. I usually don't don't even mind. like dogs. I don't like um, dogs. So yeah, I've never never had a dog. Uh, I like from what I like me when me and Shannon say like oh it'd be nice to get a dog. I like sausage dogs, um, yeah. dash hounds, miniature dash hound, dash hound. I like them, but apparently they're boring. Apparently they've not got personality, so <laughs> fit me perfectly. Um, yeah. then what did Shannon say? Cockapoo. She likes cock like the look of a cockapoo. God knows. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't like big dogs. Yeah. Bear is like probably my limit. And even then well, he's quite he's quite big. Yeah, that's my dog. My dog's called Bear. So Bear's a black Labrador. And he's quite he's not even a small Labrador, but he's a muscular Labrador. Yeah, so, he is he's 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 a good lad to be fair. He does look good. Yeah, he's in wicked shape still. He's uh, he runs every day at my mum's, and uh, he eats like very good food. So his like back legs for a Labrador are like ridiculous. He's got very very good legs. It's it's pretty mad how in good like, in shape he is for a lab. This is what's so, funny though. It's like people humans don't realize. It's almost like a lot of humans don't realize that. What they do day to day, like, will dictate how they look and how they feel and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it, 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 it's the same thing with any animal. Like, you feed a dog good food and you take it out on walks and you make it exercise a lot. It's yeah. gonna be a good athletic dog. It's gonna live longer. Like, it's so simple, but humans yeah. don't do it because there's other things that like get in the way. Take priority. Yeah. yeah. Um. Right. Oh, you know, are Finn and Sanai related? This is from Argan as well. We've had this one before. Yeah. What is wrong with people? Kelly is a relatively common surname. Yeah, 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 yeah. If our surname was something like really weird, then you'd be like, hey, "Oh, you, you, know, you don't know, you know, you um, know, who was the Leicester City manager? Um, something Pearson. Who was it? Was it ne- Nigel who? Pearson. Nigel Pearson. Yeah, that's me. That's my dad. You know, <laughs> yeah, my dad didn't die. It's Nigel Pearson. I'm just not allowed to say it. And, and that's actually how I've got my car. And, uh, and yeah, that's how yeah. I've got all my money. Yeah, it's from, from Big Nigel. Big <laughs> Nigel sorting <laughs> you out. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, we're not we're not related. No, pendulum or hack? What are you going for, bro? Depends, can't say depends, mate. You got generic pendulum, generic hack. Well, every time, what about this? Every time you do it, like you have to choose one and it's just random, it spawns like you go pendulum. And every time you do a leg session, you're like, Yes, ah, okay. like, I just, choose, I'd choose hack then because I feel like there's more worse pendulums than there are, worse, like, or more bad sh- shit pendulums and there are shit hacks you know what I probably see the. I'm going to disagree here man I feel like it's the other way around I feel like yeah, no. there's, there's there's not more, there'll be more total horrendous. there'll be more total hacks in the world there'll be more total versions of hacks but depends yeah. on what you're classing out are we classing a linear hack oh mate yeah there's a linear no I'm yeah. classing like a proper yeah, yeah not so we're not including a linear hack. hack we're not including the reverse V squat that people think is a hack because it says it's a yeah. hack on a lot of them we're yeah. classing an actual hack squat, sled, nothing yeah, else. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah, anything yeah. else. Yeah, I'd probably go with a hack. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably a pendulum. And I'm not, I'm not even a massive fan of pendulums. I just think there's going to be... I don't even like, I don't like pendulums. I don't usually like pendulums. not even pendulums. No, the the pendulum. I go pendulum. I choose a hack. I choose a good hack over a good pendulum, and I choose an average hack over an average pendulum. But I I think there's more shit pen no hacks than there are shit pendulums. No, no. What are the shit hacks? Uh, Like the the Watson non-adjustable one, really steep. For me, my knees are fucking battered. So like, I feel like the Watson pendulum is worse than the Watson hack though. Yeah, the Watson pendulum is brutal. Yeah. But then like yeah, I don't know. Watson's one the <laughs> Watson's the only brand that comes at what's shit, Watson. Like what? straight first that's all I thought when it was like Pendulum Hack I was like the Watson Pendulum. Yeah, the Watson ones. Which 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 bit of Watson kit would I rather not use? Yeah. No, for the fucking leg extension and hamstring curl with the the moving back pad. We are not f- fans of the of Watson. Just no. let's put it out there. Um this is from last week, so I was just having a look if I didn't get back to any from last week. Um, it's not really a question. It's it's from Aisha. She just put, tell Reese, stop slacking on poddy. Slacked? I'm on holiday, Aisha.
1: Oh, you good know.
0: Luck, mate. Yeah. And I actually did try. I did message Finn. I tried, but no, you it did. always out. You I didn't. Did. I did. Mean, I mate, the time zones, I messaged you the following day and you'd already sorted it out for nine a.m., which would have been three AM. No, I put it on my story because you told I messaged you on WhatsApp. And you yeah. didn't get back to me for like two days. No, and, mate, it was, then a, day, assume, it was no, a day. It was a day in the time zones. It was a day, mate. I promise you. I said I was like, oh, oh, I'll have you half an and hour. would already opened it, it as well. You'd seen the message. No, 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 so, no mate. I, yeah. It was a day for you, probably it was two days. For me, it was a day time zones, mate. You got oh, time zones, yeah. You yeah. lose a day here in Canada. No, yeah. so yeah, you didn't get back to me. And then as soon I put the story on saying, right, podcast with Josh Crogan, within like two minutes you got back to me. I could have done it. Like, yeah, get back to me on WhatsApp then. Yeah, mate, I'm on holiday. Fuck off. Leave me alone. I'm prioritizing clients. I don't go on holiday like you and sack off my clients But yeah. fucking. Like, mate, I all I do is voice notes. Yeah, well, I know, but at least I actually get back to like, Aisha. You say this, Finn, if he was your coach, he wouldn't have got back to you for like yeah. 10 days. But like, oh, yeah, sounds out. Chat to you when I'm home. So, yeah, that's what <laughs> he so said. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for what you've broken your leg. Okay, cool. Chat to you when I'm home. Not to do it with me. I'm on holiday. Yeah, well, I, was... <laughs> I don't know why you, to... you messaged me. <laughs> Speak to your doctor. Chat to you when I'm home. Uh right. Opinions on optimal exercises versus more traditional cuffs, etc. I really don't like these kind of questions. Not not no. I don't, not, think, no, the, guys, I don't the think the question should be like I don't think it should be optimal exercises versus Yes. Yeah. Cuffed exercises aren't optimal exercises. There's no such thing as an optimal exercise really. Like it's no. gonna depend on that individual and their biomechanics and what their gym has and their physique and so on and so forth. So yeah, there's not really. A, I don't think that's a question we really need to answer. I don't know. Like, we could answer it if it wasn't op. If it was like opinion on cuffed exercises versus traditional, then yeah. I'd say like the only reason it's traditional exercise is just because of the amount of years that people have done them. Like in a hundred years from now, people might class cuffed exercises as traditional exercises. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. yeah like, I, I wouldn't. You do a dumbbell lateral raise, Yeah. Mate, so 2000 and like so, so 1990. You know, I wouldn't really. I don't know. I wouldn't really. These these are the kind of things that I think people overthink. I wouldn't even really yeah. think about it. Just do what, like, as long. Think about it as movement about the movement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. about the movement, yeah, about movement pattern. and what you're doing, and do you get a good connection. And if that's a traditional exercise, if that's a an optimal exercise, whatever it is, just crack on with it. Right? Do you wanna? Do you want I've got one to finish as on, mate. So, that's um, it, mate, I don't think I've got any no? more. Right. So last one, mate. How did your bromance with Finn start UniCrush? Yeah, mate, met a gay bar. We said Wait, how many times have we answered that? Yeah, like, we said, guys, a fucking gay bar. What is up with this? Like if you're gonna you mentioned... if you, you listening to the podcast and you don't know that yet, go back and, and listen to previous episodes. Go back and listen to all our previous episodes. Make sure you like them all. Also, just before we go, we got what, a couple of minutes. Should we check the Spotify? Reese's Frozen. Huh? Yeah. what were we on last time like 211 was it no nah, like, like, like 230 like. Something. 211 wasn't it No, nah, it's 230 something. yeah we're, we're nearly on 250 uh, I'm, I'm gonna check it in a second if by this point we're what an hour and 20 minutes in or so if you're still listening thank you guys an hour and 10 ish yeah we appreciate you very much we're gonna bring out some clothing soon i know we keep saying it but we will we promise you um, yeah, and if you're not already subscribed on on YouTube, please subscribe. Uh, please like as well. Should we do like a like goal? We never we've never done a like goal. Yeah, well, well why don't we say at the start of the video? We'll oh, set so the start of the next too one. Too late now, mate. No one's listening at this point. This is, that's I what should, I'm saying. If you're still listening I should, at this point, if you should, should have said my erection story about the kids now. Now, yeah. If you're still listening at this position of the podcast, then like the video, and we'll do a like goal next week. Uh, subscribe if you're still listening at this point. And if you haven't already, if you're still listening at this point, and you haven't already rated us rated us on Spotify, then come on, rate us on Spotify. How many do you think we're Wait, on? Man? How many? How? Uh, Two hundred and forty-one. Two hundred and forty. Oh, what a that was! Not a bad. That was, that was decent. You know what? You know what? I when we were when me and Sanaya have a game whenever we go out for food to guess. You know the bill. Yeah, I think everybody does that. Yeah, like yeah, and I got it bang on, like yeah. bang on. Yeah, I yeah, got like, it good. When we were in when we were in Liverpool, I guessed it pretty much bang on. No, I think you were like a pound off or something. But I got it like spot on. And I was like, there we go. That's what that's 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 what that's what magic is made of. So that's the podcast. Thanks as always, guys. Thanks for story tags. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for the questions. Without you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. So it means a lot. So we do appreciate you. And yeah, catch you guys next week. See you later.